Welcome back to yet another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I am your host, Ryan Murray. And I'm your host, Ryan Owens. So today we are going to talk about your business process. And I really want to look at this. First off, every business has a process. Some of them are good and some of them are really bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your process might be chaos, uh, disorder, and (laughs) confusion. (laughs) But it's still your process. Like, you know, you sh- you show up every day to your business, not really sure what you're doing, running around, uh, trying to get your employee to, to, you know, help out, and they're just not doing what you want. Like, that, that could be your process. We're hoping that you get a better process. And so maybe maybe by the end of this episode, uh, you've got some, uh, you know, some ideas of how you can improve your process. Because honestly, you can always improve your process. In fact, oh, yeah. you, you were talking about kind of a business being an escalator. And I yeah. love that analogy if you want to yeah. kind of oh, yeah, share sure. that. So I love this topic for, for whatever reason. This is something that I stumbled across and latched onto. Uh, process improvement is, it's just fun to me. I don't know. It's just a challenge. It's like a little game of Donkey Kong every time I come into contact with something. Nerd. I know, right? <laughs> it's weird. I feel like this is my, this is, for me, this is what finance is for you. Yeah, I was going to say, last episode, you were uh, totally, <laughs> totally making fun of me for geeking out on the finance. Yeah. And yeah. you're all just like, but I love organizing things yeah. and making a process go together. Yeah, let's make it faster. <laughs> You want to talk about a bottleneck? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. No, honestly, though, I love it. So this analogy that I have is process or or small business in a lot of ways um, in terms of your process and things is like an escalator, a down escalator, right? So if you are in the mall, whatever, you can go up a floor or you can go down a floor on an escalator. This is like the one you go down on, right? Uh So except for small businesses, start at the bottom of the down escalator. And so in order to get up that, and entrepreneurs know this, you know what I mean? You're Uh, swimming upstream. Yeah, you're swimming upstream. You got to book it to get get any movement going forward, Uh right? And uh, it's interesting to watch small businesses because, you know, a lot of times they have this fire, they get running up the bottom of that down escalator, right? And they're mm-hmm. making some movement upward, but then it gets old and tired and monotonous and the same things keep happening. The same, you're, they're putting out the same fires and, and so they kind of lose their fire, right? They yeah. lose that energy and they, and they stop pushing like they used to, right? right. And unfortunately, that's not just like you're staying in the same spot. You're moving backward because that escalator is still moving down. Right. And so in order to keep going, you've got to keep pushing. You've got to find new ways all the time to take it to that next level, to take it to the next step. Because if you're not, you're moving backwards automatically. And if, and if you are, you know, constantly coming into your small business and it's just chaos and crazy and everything, and you're essentially running down that small business escalator, you're running down, you're moving down super quick because you're going down and the escalator is going down. So it compounds it, right? Yeah. So I want to uh, put out the the first tip here and that is uh, entrepreneurs make this mistake. Rookie entrepreneurs make this mistake. And that is that they feel like being busy is the same as being productive. Yeah, that's a great tip. And you know, I see this happen in people who really haven't been around the block. Like this is their first rodeo and they're just like, oh man, look, look, I did this, I did this, I did this. Look, look at all these things that I did. And I'm just like, 
oh, you're killing me here because effective businesses, the owner is sitting there in kind of almost a Zen state where there's time to think, there's clarity, there's downtime. And if you're constantly running, 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 you don't have any time to ever think and reflect and, you know, have vision for your company. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times you'll hear, are you working, you know, in your business or are you working on your business? And yeah. if you're always stuck working in your business, that means no one's working on your business. Yeah. And, and so, you know, uh, we've got these analogies, the escalator, you know, the uh, the idea of working uh, on your business. Uh, so how do you start? How do you put together yeah. a good process? Yeah. So um, I feel like this can be a little bit um, intimidating to small, some small business owners or entrepreneurs. I see them approach this topic of process improvement and it's this big deal and you have to be certified like ISO 9000 certified <laughs> right and you know you got to be you got to have a lean coordinator and all this stuff you don't okay i honestly process improvement is not scary and it's a way simple it can really honestly be super duper simple and so everyone is be doing it if you are a yeah. solo entrepreneur you have a process Yep. And you need to understand it and you need to improve it. If you have a team of five, you have a process and you need to understand it. And you need to improve it. You, do, you don't, there's not a size too small or a size too big where all of a sudden yeah. this is no longer relevant. It's relevant for every business. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I would recommend in order to start this is, uh, is like you mentioned, you got to take a step back. You have to get away from putting out the fires. You got to get away from all of the craziness of the day to day mm -hmm. and step back and you have to look at the whole process and everything that's going on. Now, if you want to take that from the perspective of your entire small business, fine. If you choose to take that from the perspective of I'm only going to look at what I do for sales. Awesome. You know, you pick the area that you want to improve and you look at the entire process of that area. But, but Ryan, I'm, I'm so busy. I don't have time. I mean, that's why I'm always putting out yeah. fires because I don't have time. And that's, that's the bane of <laughs> process improvements existence is there will always be an excuse to not do it. And I'm so glad you used the word excuse. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's what it is. There's always an excuse. There's always, like you said, there's always something you can find to do. Mm-hmm. My question that I ask a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of small business owners is, is essentially, and I, man, I feel like I ask this question a lot. Maybe this is my second tattoo. The first one is depend. It depends. The second one is, so what? Like what, do, what impact did that task or that activity have on your small business? If that didn't drive toward increasing sales, fricking don't do it. Yeah. And you know, if that fire was burning yesterday and you don't put it out today, it's still going to burn tomorrow, but guess what? You're in the same boat you were in. Yeah. There, there are definitely things that every small business owner, every entrepreneur can, can let go of for a half an hour, an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like shut your door, lock it. I don't care if it's your car door, you know, <laughs> sit out in the parking lot, find a park bench. I don't care. In the shade, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Especially now this time of year. But, uh, Take a minute to reflect on, like, pick that process, for, like, write it down and isolate that. 
only look at that process. And it's, and, and again, it's really easy to get drawn into, well, that connects into the accounting and that connects in. No, we're not looking at that. We're looking at the specific process, right? Um, okay. So what, what does that look like when, right. when, when we're getting specific? So if, if someone's like, okay, I'm here, I just locked myself in my room and I know yeah. I want to focus on sales. Sure. Now okay. what? So, so you look at what you're currently doing. And, and this is current. This isn't what I hope to be doing or what I think I should be doing or what I've done in the past. But today, currently, you know, if you were to run through your sales process quickly, you know, write down the highlights of what that would be. Is it cold calling first and then reaching out to uh, existing customers second? Or is it um, sending you know, is, is sending thank yous to your, your customers part of your process is, you know, is there some sort of a promotional aspect to this? What is it that you're doing? So I, I'm going to make a recommendation here. Sure. And that is the tendency is to try and figure out what ground zero is. Where did we launch from? I honestly think it's easier to go in reverse and take okay. the last sale that you made Yeah, and say, okay, I know I made a sale. Because if you're trying to figure out ground zero, sometimes you get a little bit theoretical. Mm-hmm. And But if you go with an actual sale and be like, okay, I just made this sale 15 minutes ago. So 15 minutes ago, I was able to close this deal. What led up to, why did that person walk into my showroom to begin with? Yeah. Oh, well, I found out that they walked in because of a referral from someone else who had bought from me. And... You know, in the referral, I found out that they were talking about the, uh, you know, amazing expertise that our company had. And so that's why they came to us is because they had some questions and they wanted that expertise. And, and, you know, and so you're walking it backwards to find out, okay, this is what my process looks like, you know, in reverse, flip it around, boom, we've got it. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Um so once you once you get that, the next part for me. Mm-hmm. So I I have this knack. This is and then the re, the reason why I stumbled on this process or th- that I enjoy process improvement so much is because I have a knack for being able to step back and look at a whole process and and understand it and understand its elements and kind of pick it apart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And but the next part is really where like. I start to salivate because it seriously like almost takes me back to this little kid level of like sitting in front of the TV playing Donkey Kong. And it's like when you're doing process improvement, it's a lot like that. If you're playing a level of a video game, that's like a a side scroller. I don't know if you guys know what that is. If you don't look it up, it's like Mario, right? It just runs not, not like N64 type Mario. This is like SNES type Mario. It just goes from you one side so to the other. so many people. I know. It's just flat, two-dimensional. goes from one side to the other. You just run along. <laughs> right? Um, but it's like if you get to a difficult level, something that you can't do, right? Um, you, and you try it, and you try it again, and you're like, man, that didn't work. And you're like, well, maybe I need to jump over this, or maybe I need to wait a little longer here, or whatever. That's exactly, that is to a T, exactly what process improvement is and you know you kind of get better at it as you as you do it but people think people tend to think that process improvement is like okay well i I know 
what change that I need to make. And I make that and everything is great after that. Uh. No, <laughs> like it's a little, it's a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. a lot of times and you have to give it time. A lot of times you'll be taking a step back, right? And you, in a really tangible way to see this is when you're producing some sort of a product, if you can get down on the assembly line and you're like, okay, you know, this step of putting this widget onto this other widget and screwing them together. Like, this is how we currently do it. How can I do this faster? The moment that you change anything, unless it like just so happens and this won't happen, very unlikely, (laughs) unless it just so happens that what you do is like the perfect remedy right then and there, what's going to happen is you're, it's going to slow down what you were currently doing, right? It's going to take away from that process. And it won't be until you've done that three or four or 40 or 400 times that you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. If I do it like this and then this, then it gets faster. You know, it's like you have to, you have to be willing to take a step back to take three steps forward. Yeah. And you have to try a ton of different variables and see what's going to work and see what doesn't work. And again, as you get more experienced with this, as you've done it a few dozen times, it's like, you kind of intuitively can tell what's not going to work and what will. And so you kind of can cancel out all of those, you know, the, the vast majority of things that won't work and then your, your process improvement becomes a lot quicker and a yeah. lot simpler. So I had the opportunity. Uh, I, I, I'm almost embarrassed to admit how many different training programs I've gone to of, you know, <laughs> hey, you can do this, you can do this. And, yeah. and it got to the point that uh, you started – filtering through there's some bad training programs out there. There's some amazing training programs out there. And, uh, one of the amazing ones is Kaizen training. And this is what you're talking about. I know it's a goofy word. It's Japanese word that I think it means small improvement or something along those lines. The, the, the gist of it is that you will have more success making lots of little improvements than trying to hit a home run every single time. Like don't, don't try and score big, try and score little consistently. And, you know, it's been studied in numerous examples uh, that that is the better way to go. And that's what you're talking about here is you're saying process improvement. You're like, make that little tweak and keep working on that tweak until you've got some improvement going on. So if you have an opportunity to do some Kaizen training, I highly recommend it. That was some of the training that really changed my perspective on, uh, you know, how I run my businesses and how I consult others in their businesses. Um, But that's what we're talking about here is that small, continuous improvement. Uh, Don't try and hit those home runs. Try and be consistent. Yeah. And And that's where it comes back to being very specific about the process that you're trying to improve. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, let's talk about that because one of the things, uh, as I was consulting businesses, uh, most of them didn't know their own process. Yeah. And, you know, you're sitting here saying you got to be specific about that. How do you get specific? Like, do you recommend writing it down? Do oh, yeah. you recommend well, that, you know, how do you map it out? What happens when you, you've got a blank and you're just like, I don't know exactly how I get from step A to step C. There's a B in there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know what B is. And that will happen. 
Like, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You'll be trying to figure out your process, and you're like, um, I, it, you know, it, it, it's like it's like putting together, uh, you know, a big old puzzle. Yeah. And you start with the the edges because those are easy. And then you start putting together, you know, all the bright colored pieces, but then you've got like these big old holes yep. and you're like, I, I don't exactly know how to fill in these holes. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So the biggest thing that I see with small business owners oftentimes um, is that they, like you said, they get so caught up in the day to day, the the minutiae of things, getting this done and that done and putting out this fire and that fire and you know, by 8 p.m., they're like, holy crap, where did the day go? And I still have a thousand things to do. Uh-huh. Um, and it, in in those instances, it really is easy to kind of not be able to understand the entire process all the time. Too because, many moving parts. Right. Especially if you are to that level where it's like you've hired an employee or two employees and you're like, I just need you to be amazing and do what you do and read please, my mind. Please help me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you're not saying that you're like this confident. I've started my own business, but you're like, Oh my gosh, please help me. <laughs> Just you know what to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and in those instances, you, uh, you trust these people to kind of do their thing. And you know, everything, everybody does things a little bit differently. Right. Right. Um, obviously there are some ways that are better of doing things than others, but you know, when you trust these people to do those things, you can lose, like you're saying, you can lose grasp of the whole process. You can lose sight of, you know, the whole vision or the whole map of things, how they currently are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of already talked about, I, I really like how you brought, how you brought that up because we talked about earlier about taking time. You have to take time and, and step back. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned writing it down. Um, it can be done in a myriad of different ways. However you want to keep track of that, but that's important is that it has to be clear and uh, you need to be able to revisit it. So if you want to test, if you're clear, try explaining it to someone. Oh yeah, for sure. And if they're at the end of a brief session, you know, like if you can't explain your process in about five or 10 minutes, Oh, I wouldn't even go that far. You know, like it it needs to be concise and easily understood to the point that like the person saying, okay, I totally get this. But if they're still confused, it's not that they're confused. It's that you're confusing and it means that you don't have your process dialed in. And so once you have it, yeah. you know, written down or, you know, if, if you're like, oh, it's all in my head, fine. Share it with somebody and yeah. see if they can, you know, spit it back to you. Yeah, If, I, if I, they can't, it's not there. And I, honestly, like, I would give it 30 seconds. If oh, you, man, you're tight. Oh, for sure. Well, but that's <laughs> the thing. Like, you're the small business owner. You have to understand it to that level to be able to to be comfortable enough to go in and make the changes that need to be made. You need to be able to be that clear on it that you can go in and do the trial and error and not be repeating some of the things that are already occurring or have already been done. Yeah. You've got to know it. Um, And so I want to come back to, to this, like, where do you start? How do you know? So, okay. If I'm sitting, if I've locked myself in my car, (laughs) right. I'm done weeping in the back because all the craziness that I'm avoiding right now or I'm putting off (laughs) that I'm feeling terrible about. Right. Um, And 
I've got, my, you know, I've got my notepad and everything in hand. I have my wave that I'm going to keep track of that, however that it is, your smartphone or whatever. And you, you write out your process, right? Like you said, if there are holes in it, if there are things that you aren't clear about, the number one best way that I have found that's the actual practical, you'll find different like theoretical ways of doing this or whatever. Sure, sure. But the number one best practical way that I have found with working with small businesses to be able to fill in those gaps is to go do it yourself. As the owner. As the owner, you if you need to get down on your production line, go get down on your production line. Put that widget together with, you know, those screws, the same equipment, whatever. So so if you're making a sales call, fill out the sales order. Yeah. And then go and put it into the computer system mm -hmm. and, you know, generate the PO. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that is. So uh, I guess let me step back a little bit. How I look at this is, again, my intuitive nature is to follow a process through, um, understand the whole process, you know, as a whole, what's, what's the beginning and what's the end result, what comes out of it at the end and then break it down into smaller parts and understand those parts. And if I don't, so I'm observing, right? Yeah. But beyond that, so that's all what we've all written down and everything. But beyond that, if it's like, I don't understand step three completely, like, wait, something's happening there that's different than step two and step four and something changes, but I'm not 100% sure what it is or how it happens. I'll observe it a little bit longer. And if I still don't get it or I need to, um, I interject myself into that. And I say, hey, will you help me understand this? Or I'd really like to try this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get in and I get my hands dirty and I do it. And I don't make any changes. I'm only in a learning mode until I can do it to the current standard. Okay. Right? Okay. Like if I'm not, if I'm lagging behind the other people that are assigned to do this job or that have done it in the past or whatever, or even myself, like I've done this before, but I know I did it better and I can't remember how I did it. Mm -hmm. I don't make any changes or anything until I can at least meet that same status quo kind of a deal. Once I understand that, I go back to the whole process. If I need to jump into another element, I do that. So now we understand the whole process. We fill the, the whole thing and we've got the whole thing written out. We're comfortable with the whole thing. We can explain it in 30 seconds. Now you are ready to start looking at what you can do to change this thing. And now, now before you go to that step, I want to just throw one thing out there because I suspect that there are some listeners who are like, well, okay, you told me to do everything from step one to step 10. I do. You know, it's my business. I run the sales. I run the accounting. I, you know, I do all the purchasing. I do all the production. So I'm already running everything. Yeah. And that's great. You can still do what we're talking about here. You know, run it through because the key is to say you're not doing it for the sake of doing it. You're doing it for the sake of understanding it. Yeah. And so even if you've done this a hundred times, Go through it and jot down the notes of things that are disorderly or confusing or take too much time or, yeah. you know, whatever. So it doesn't matter if you're stepping in and doing this for someone else in your company and experiencing what they go through or if you're just doing it for yourself but through looking through a different lens – 
the process is still the same. I just I just wanted to point that out and make sure that people understand that process improvement, again, it doesn't matter how big or small you are, yeah. you got to be doing this. No, I, I love that. That's actually exactly where I was going to go next is that you once you are through that, you start you, you obviously have noticed some red flags along the way. Mm-hmm. And like you said, hopefully you've noted those down. If you haven't, run back through it, note those down really quick. They should be pretty easy to identify, especially, you know, the one that you're going to, the one that you're going to focus on first. And that is so key. So many small business owners try to improve the whole process, start to finish. Don't do that. Yeah. Once you have it broken down, pick one thing, one singular not plural, not a couple, not a few, one. I, I I mean, if I need to say that in like different languages, <laughs> let me pull up Siri and have her help me out. But literally one thing, one, and you dive into that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and with that, it's okay if you have things that are not perfect. Yeah. Like you, you could focus on one thing and have a half a dozen things that you're like, oh man, those drive me crazy. Yeah. But they, they've worked for the last several months. They'll still get you by for another few months while you improve right. these other issues. Right. Uh, th- th- there's one more thing that I'd like to touch on before we wrap up. Yeah. And that is, it's so important Get a fresh set of outside eyes yeah. to look at your process. Man, you are killing it. That's a, again, that's exactly where I was going to go. You're stealing your thunder because I, no, I know you're going there and I want to take the credit. That's good. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. So you once you, you know, once you pick that thing and you start to experiment with it and you think you've got it down to where it's like, okay, this is better. Like, and you, you, I mean, for me, that's a really exciting time in this whole process is you think you have something better and, and if it works, then freaking awesome. Right. And, but you won't really know after all of that experimentation until, like you said, you share it with somebody else, you compete with somebody else or you test it against somebody else. So just kind of wrapping up here in closing, I would say that that's, you know, probably the last key thing before you implement this fully is to make sure validate that your way of improving your process actually does improve the process. Yeah. And as long as it's repeatable, then you're golden and move on to the next thing. You know, even if seven out of 10 of the things that you were looking at were broken, (laughs) it's fine. You'll get there. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for letting me talk about this. I love it. I love process improvement. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. We're happy to give advice. We're happy to help out where we can. We are on Twitter at MMM small biz. That's at MMM small B I Z. Uh, hit us up there or through our website. As always, you guys are awesome. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you later. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.